Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to In My Non-Expert Opinion. I'm your host, Chelsea Rife, and this podcast covers lifestyle, manifestation, travel, and entrepreneurship. Today's episode is going to be about my journey to mindset coaching, and just to address something really quick, I'm lifting the veil right now. I am outside recording this because I am leaving today, so I just moved out of the room I was staying in, and inside there's a lot going on. There's music playing, there's dishes being washed, there's vacuums, just a lot going on, and um, yeah, so I'm outside, and that's why you might hear birds chirping or squawking. You might hear some water because I'm by a pool. You might hear a little breeze. So yeah, just bear with me. This might be the new norm. That's part of backpacking. You just make do with what you have and try to be resourceful. So yeah, who knows? Maybe people will love the outdoor sounds and I'll end up doing more of these. But yes, just wanted to address that off the bat. Before I get into that, I wanted to talk about the masterclass that I'm launching, which actually is a good segue into how I got into mindset coaching, but it's called From Stuck to Secure as Fuck, and it's going to be in mid-July. It's all about mindset and shifting your perspective. So we're going to be covering a few different things. It's going to be two hours long, and it's going to cover the subconscious, the conscious, the ego, all the things that make up your mindset. And then we're also going to be doing exercises, tools, workshopping through different types of techniques and everything to understand how to shift your mindset. Because to me, mindset is everything. Like you can, you can look beautiful. You can do yoga. You can eat healthy. You can do all these different things. But if your mindset sucks, you're trapped in your own thoughts. You're a prisoner of your thoughts. And I never want people to feel like that. So that's why I got into mindset coaching. So again, I'll I'll get into this in a second, but I wanted to talk about the masterclass because there's only four spots left. I'm intentionally leaving the group very small because I want to leave the, the door open for people to ask questions and have a really interactive workshop. So this is a workshop too. It's a masterclass slash workshop because I'm going to be teaching a lot, but there's going to be a whole section of questions of taking time to pause, write things out, open up the door for questions. Like I said, it's going to be super fun, super interactive, super transformational. And I'm just so excited about it. So if you need info, the link is in my bio on my Instagram at Chelsea Rife. You can also go to the podcast Instagram, which is at non-expert opinion pod, or you can shoot me an email. Hello at am I non-expert opinion.com. And yes, I'm so excited for it. Let me know of any questions. But let's get into my journey to mindset coaching. This one's going to be a quickie, okay? I'm just going to get into how it came up, the background, the things I've invested in, and what I am planning to do moving forward. So starting from the very beginning, I've wanted to work for myself for a very long time. It's the reason I moved to Australia. If you listen to that podcast, why I moved to Australia last fall, there were a million different reasons. But one of the biggest ones was to be able to work for myself. I didn't know how that was going to show up. I didn't know if that was going to be from podcasting, from freelancing, from being an entrepreneur and investing in things. I really had no idea. I just knew I wanted to work for myself. And I was like, I'll figure it out when I get there. I'll start testing things. And if it doesn't work, I'll do something else. And then I'll start testing something else. And if it doesn't work, I'll do something else. That's been my motto for basically the last two years, even with moving to Australia. Like if it doesn't work, I'll just go back and I'll try something else. So when I came abroad, I was so scatterbrained with what I wanted to do. I was like, could I do editing for podcasts? Could I monetize my podcast with sponsors? Could I create websites for people? Could I do copywriting? Like I was all over the place. And to give you some context, I went to school for digital media and storytelling. It's not reading children's books. It's actually how to storytell through video, audio, imagery, et cetera. 
my background is broadcast journalism in from college. And then I also went to a school of the arts when I was younger. So I've always been really creative and I knew I could use my creative services somehow. I just didn't know what to do. I also had no idea the admin and operations and business side. You know what I mean? Like how do, how do people pay me? How do I get clients? How do I keep track of it? How do I invoice? How about taxes? How about accounting? I didn't know any of that stuff. I was pretty much clueless when I came out here. I was just like, oh, I want to work for myself and I'll see how it goes. Well, funny enough, um, I did not end up working for myself for the first 10 months that I was out here. I was working odd jobs in hospitality. I was picking up jobs that I already had in America, like influencer marketing specialists and marketing directors and social media jobs. And the funny thing about Australia, which is pretty interesting, is that a lot of big companies offer part-time roles. So I was working at a music agency doing social media. I was working at a huge yoga studio doing their influencer marketing, but it was all part-time. And it was fun because it's like I had a lot of responsibility and I got to work at these amazing companies and practice all the things that I eventually wanted to do on my own. What's funny about that too, though, is I also realized what I didn't want to do. So when I got to the yoga job, I was creating content. I was running their influencer programs. I was doing a lot of different stuff, but I still was like, I'm not working for myself. I'm using my creative juices on another brand. I have to fit into their mold, into their messaging. I have to make sure everything follows their guidelines, which is fine. Like that's the job, right? It's not my, it's, it's not to put Chelsea Rife's unique touch on it to be catering to my audience. It's their brand. But that was the whole reason I left America and my corporate job was like, I did not want to work creative services for other people. I wanted to work on my own stuff. So when I started having this realization, like, Chelsea, you're doing the same exact thing you did in America. You could have been, you could have stayed in America and made more money because it's not part-time and they paid well. So I don't know what you're doing in these jobs. So I had to have this like come to Jesus moment where I was like, do you really want to be doing the same exact things that you did back home? So then I started thinking, okay, well, the podcast, I've had it for three years. This is something I could really do. And I really feel like I could monetize it. And a lot of fear popped up, like, you know, just things of, oh, I'm not big enough. My podcast isn't big enough. Not enough people listen, blah, blah, blah. Do I really want sponsors? How many do I want? How do I charge? And then there's a whole formula and things that go into podcast sponsorships too. So I kind of put that on the back burner because I was like, it just seems a little complicated. I don't know where to start. And I really had no idea how to start working for myself. And then I started realizing a lot of the feedback that I was getting from the podcast was the the feedback around my solo episodes. And people were like, wow, thank you for sharing. That was relatable. I didn't know that. I never thought of it that way. That was so interesting. I didn't realize you went through that too. And I always thought the solo episodes, I didn't know if they were coming off as just like, I don't know, self-centered or um, like filler episodes. I don't know. You know, everyone has these fears where I was like, no, people want to hear from guests and experts, which is true, but people also like to hear from the podcast hosts themselves. So I kept doing more solo episodes, and every time I did them, people would say, wow, thank you for sharing, thank you for sharing. And I just started to realize, let me talk a little bit more about the shifts I've had with my mindset and how I work through things, and then I started getting amazing feedback on that. So then I was like, I think there's something to this. You know, I think the way I talk and I try to be as relatable as possible because I only am teaching what I know. Like I come from a small beach town. I worked in corporate America for six years. I quit that job. I came out here. I was like a broke backpacker for most of the, the whole year. And so to me, I'm like, I haven't really heard anyone's story like that. Like, of course, I've heard people backpacking. And of course, I've heard of entrepreneur stories. 
but they're always very different. Like the entrepreneur stories are people that had family businesses or their dad was an investor or they took over the, the investments from their family or they grew up in LA or New York or they're a huge influencer or for the backpacker stuff, it was all about like how to travel and how to book things. And I'm like, I already know how to do all that stuff. So I'm like, is there anyone out there that's talking about like traveling and mindset and growing. And I'm sure there, there are, obviously I'm not the only person talking about this, but I was like, I feel like what I have to say is a bit different from those perspectives. So then I was thinking, okay, well, people are always asking me how to do this. And then I just talk about it on the podcast. Why don't I think about teaching people this? And this is where investing in yourself becomes important because before I even thought about this, I didn't know what a coach was literally until last, I want to say November, literally zero idea. I had no idea what a coach was. Like I heard of them. I didn't understand. I thought they were just like life coaches. And then I started seeing people post on Instagram, like, Oh, meeting with my business coach today, meeting with my mindset coach. I'm so glad I invested in my energy coach. And I'm like, okay, what is this coaching business going on? And because of law of attraction, as soon as I looked up coaching, I just saw that there are a bajillion coaches, there's a bajillion lanes, there's a million niches you can take. And that kind of cracked the door open to this huge world that I had never seen that I was like, holy shit, this is what I could be doing. I love talking. I love teaching. I love helping people. I love creating content. I love telling it in my own voice and I can monetize that. So then it just started to click. It was like all these pieces of the puzzle were like, wait, you can teach mindset manifestation coaching. And then I started thinking about even people I've had on the podcast or that I follow or listen to. I'm like, I listen to Manifestation Babe. I've had Jesse DeLow on. I follow all these different girls that I was like, what the hell have I been doing? You could have been doing this all along. So then it just started to feel really aligned. I had a whole weekend where I meditated on it and everything was just lit up. It was like, yes, yes, yes. This is what you're meant to be doing. So then I was like, all right, that's it. I'm going to be a mindset manifestation coach. Well, you don't just decide that and then you become one the next day. Energetically, I had decided that, but I knew that I had to do the work to really understand how to help people. So this goes back to the point of investing in yourself. This whole year, I've invested in different coaches from mindset coaching, business coaching. I've taken business courses. I've taken mindset courses. And I just started to realize that there really is a formula to all this. You can't just like... I mean, I hate saying you can't because then it just puts you in a box of, it's a really limiting phrase, but I felt like I couldn't just wake up and teach this. So then I invested in my own self-development around mindset coaching. I worked with a coach on specifically spirituality. And that to me is something that you can just show up and teach because it's very intuitive. If someone can read your energy and just download something and tell it to you, you don't really need to prepare for that. For mindset coaching and what I wanted to do, I wanted to work one-on-one with people for three months, and then I wanted to launch a course, and then I wanted to launch a masterclass. I'm like, there's clearly a way to do this. You know what I mean? If you've seen a coach and you've taken a masterclass, that's not random. They probably took a course on how to launch a masterclass, or they watched a video, or they heard a podcast. Like, There's so much marketing and psychology and business skill that goes into all this that I was like, I need to learn that stuff. So I've invested in six-month courses. I've invested in one-off 90-minute calls with people. And I want to tell you guys this because I want to be really transparent. I've invested thousands of dollars in this stuff. I'm going to take a second really quickly to add this all up. That One of my courses was $1,000. The six-month course was about $2,000. And that's 
actually it's way more than that, but I've only paid for three of the months so far. Um, the other coach I worked with was like $1,500 for three calls. Another coach I worked with was like 500 for two calls. And then another coach was like a hundred dollars. And then the last one I'm thinking of that I'm about to invest in is about 2,500. So if we're doing the math right now, that's over $5,000 already spent on coaching. And then I'm about to probably invest another two to 3,000 on my own mindset coaching development. And I wanted to tell you guys this because this is, this was super important to me because I wanted to feel not only confident in my skills, like I know I, I know what I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm very confident in what I know. I have read so many books, listened to so many podcasts, consumed so much content. A lot of what I talk about is self-taught, but I wanted to make sure that if I was teaching people that it wasn't just rambling and babbling and had no credibility behind it and no science and no evidence-based theories and and of course, it's tough because manifestation, I feel like, has this connotation already of being like woo-woo and spiritual and, oh, what is it, a game show, Manifest manifestation? And then mindset is like a very serious word. So I was like, how can I make this work like fun but approachable but knowing that you are going to be doing inner work, it is going to be scary. And that's when I was like, I need to develop skills. I need to invest in coaches that have done this before me. So yeah, this is kind of a mix of talking about my my own path into mindset coaching but knowing how important it is to invest in people. And I read an article that was so good. It was like, when you teach someone, you are just teaching, or, or if you invest in a teacher, it's because they're usually two steps ahead of you. And that made so much sense. It's like, I talked about this before. Why would I take a road that I've never been down? No idea, no idea what's at the end. I could run out of gas. I have no idea how the road goes. When I could just invest, save a shit ton of, shit ton of time and energy on someone that's already been down the road and knows exactly how to get from A to B and can tell you all their mistakes and show you what to do and not do in a very effective way and then show you all their client results. So that's when I was like, yeah, I need to invest in my own coaching, which is a huge part of how I became a mindset coach. So then I had this download. I decided I'm going to invest in myself. I realized, okay, I can do this. There are so, there is so much content out there around any field that you want to go into read books, listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos. Like there's so, so much, especially free content to consume. So this is basically a pile of knowledge that I've had now for probably four plus years that I'm like, yeah, I have so much to teach. And the goal was to make it really relatable and really down to earth and really applicable. And I want to talk about something really quick that has to do with mindset coaching and kind of my approach to it was I am in love with spirituality I love learning about it. I do so much work on my stuff. I literally had a medium reading this week. I had a spiritual assessment last week. I had a virtual healing session. I had a feminine energy healing session. I do all this stuff. Like I'm obsessed with learning more about my inner soul and spirit. However, I have a huge issue with the language that's used in the like spiritual wellness industry because it's so heavy and, and verbiage that we don't use in everyday life that it becomes really confusing. And I remember looking at people's content being like, I don't really know what this means. Like, what does hold space mean? And what does living in your truth mean? And what does show up every day mean? And what does, um, what's the other one everyone uses? Surrender and just lean in and let go. And all these words, step into your worth, step into your power. And I'm like, okay, it all sounds great. Like, obviously I know what they mean on a very basic level, but like, how can I do that? You know what I mean? Like, if I wake up, 
and I get out of bed, how do I step into my power? If I wake up and I have a have to go to work that day and I have a class that night and I'm meeting with a friend for dinner, how do I surrender? How do I let go during the weekend? You know what I mean? I was just like, I'm confused. Can someone like apply this stuff to really just the day to day? And that's when I realized that is my angle. I come from such a small town where all this stuff is not really talked about. Like you grow up on the beach, you go get a job, you work that job, you retire, you live on the beach. That's kind of the outline for where I live is like the the pathway. So when I started getting into the spiritual stuff, I'm like, there has to be people that also feel the same, that have no idea what the fuck is going on with all this verbiage. And then Jenna Zoe, who is a human design expert, and if you guys listen to my human design ex- uh, episode a few ones ago with Aaron Claire Jones, that one was pretty confusing. I admitted that that was one of the hardest episodes or interviews I've ever done because I've never talked about human design and I'm still trying to understand it. It felt like I was interviewing someone about algebra when I had never taken a math class. Like that's how it felt. And so Jenna Zoe is a human design expert and she's been posting stuff that is so relatable and breaking down all this like spiritual verbiage. And she said the same thing. She's like, I have such a tough time and it makes me feel really small and behind when people use all this language that we just don't know and it's really heavy and it's hard to apply. And I was like, yes, like finally someone's saying it. And I realized that is why I wanted to become a mindset coach because there, there's a, there are a plethora of resources, like so many things, but sometimes you read it and you're like, what the hell did I just read? So that's when I was like, yeah, this is going to be my angle is making it more applicable. Another thing I've learned about mindset coaching specifically is knowing why you want to do it. And this is why I, I got into it. This is kind of like part of the journey was I personally have seen such a shift in my own mindset and how it's changed my life, like how I wake up and truly appreciate every day, every moment as much as I can. Of course, things pop up throughout the day, but I'm like pretty much daily working on my mindset and trying to shift things around. And I was like, if I can feel this much better after investing in myself and really paying attention to my thoughts and how I look at myself and perceive myself, imagine if other people could do this too. Because I was someone that thought you're just born with this mind and you live with it. That was truly my perspective. Like in 2016 was like, that's just my personality. That's my life. This is who I am. Just got to deal with it. And I'm like, no, you're allowed to change. You're allowed to transform. You're allowed to evolve. But it didn't, I didn't have that perspective until I started working on my mindset. And so that's when it started clicking for me of like why I wanted to teach this was I don't want people to feel like this is it. That's just me. That's the card I was dealt. That's life. That's how I am. Like there are just so many changes you can make right now. You can decide today you don't want to be doing what you're doing and your energy will shift and change if you truly believe it. That's what happened when I had the whole mindset coach shift. So that was my why was like, I don't want people to feel like they can't change and that they're a prisoner of their thoughts and they have no out and there's no tools or techniques on top of seeing how convoluted the messaging was in the industry. It's just hard to apply. So that was my why. And something that's popped up too is knowing my own energy. So I take all these courses that are very masculine energy focused and very, very structured in terms of how to launch things. Like I literally took an online course about how to launch an online course. 
And then I took another course on how to book private clients uh, for yoga. And then I took another course on imposter syndrome. And the funny thing is, as you take courses, you start to see how people do it all the same. And then when you start realizing how much people do it all the same, you realize everyone does it the same. So as I started looking at coaching and coaching pages and different people I wanted to invest in, I was like, literally everyone is doing the same thing. Everyone's launching masterclasses. Everyone does one-on-one programs. Everyone does it this way. Everyone has a Facebook group. And so then you just start to model what you like and then leave what you don't. I had a very different perception of what I thought working for myself and mindset coaching would look like. I thought I would have to have a very structured day, a desk in an office, like an office in my home and really schedule my day out with tons of clients. And I'm like, that's not the case. And that's definitely not my energy. I am a reflector in human design, which means I'm so, so attuned to energy that I, I cannot just like have a structure every day where I'm talking to 10 clients a day. Like it just truly won't work. So I had to start paying attention to what I didn't like about the coaching stuff. And I, what I did not like was the very structured formulas that people teach you. Like you need to have a four step program. You need to have a framework. You need to have a signature offering. And I do believe a lot of those things are important, but when everyone is doing the same thing, I'm like, I just don't want to do that. I don't see the need for it. I can just do it my way. And if it doesn't work, then I try something else going to the whole concept I said before of testing it doesn't work. Try something else. And it's funny because it's like, I'm talking out loud and it probably sounds like, well, Chelsea, this doesn't make sense. You've seen all these formulas work. You've seen these successful coaches do it in the way that they're teaching you. Why would you not just follow that model? And it's because something doesn't feel aligned within me. For example, I'm going to use a very specific example because I feel like this will help you guys understand what I'm talking about. When people launch courses, online courses, they say, who is this course for? And then they'll bullet it out. And then they say, who is this course not for? And then they bullet it out. And I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense because you're saying, okay, well, who's it not for? But then when you realize that it's like a sales tactic, like I'm not kidding, in the last two weeks, I've seen 10 people say, who is this course for? X, Y, Z. Who is this course not for? X, Y, Z. And I was just like, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to have that template. I just don't feel like I need to talk that way. I feel like people know if it's not for them. And if they don't know, they can ask me. And I just feel like every coach that you work with tells you like, no, you have to frame it this way. You have to follow this framework. You need to have a four step process. You need to do this, this, and this. And I was like, I just don't want to do that. I feel like the way I'm going to structure it is going to make sense. And I have the capabilities. I'm very confident in the knowledge that I have to present it in a manner that is going to be applicable, valuable. It's going to be creative. So I was like, I'm not going to copy everyone else's like, who's this for? Who's this not for template? So that's something that as you get more into the coaching world and you see how much everyone does it the same, you either model it or you want to do it differently. So that's just something that is to pay attention to when you're starting to work for yourself. Like, do you really want to do that? Do you really want to follow that model? Do you think you can do it a better way or not even better, just different and really follow your intuition. That is something I'm learning is like following my intuition. And here's another example. The quote unquote path to launching a course is warming up people in a group for like a few months, then launching a few free workshops, then doing a masterclass. And at the end of your masterclass or webinar, you make an offer for your course. And at the end of the course, you make an offer for your one-on-one clients. And so I was like, okay, that's the model, you know, that's the recommended way. But I just feel like I know people want to work with me in a 
different way than having to wait and do all these steps in order. Like, I just didn't feel like I had to go in order. And I've kind of always felt like that. I'm like, just why? Like, why do I have to do it that way? And lo and behold, it worked out that I followed my intuition. I already have a private client. I've never advertised my private client offering. I didn't even have a signature program. I don't have a four-step framework. I don't have a methodology. Of course, that's something I I want to develop because I do think it's important to have some structure. But it just showed me, like, I didn't need all that stuff. And the masterclass... I was like, oh my gosh, it has to be perfect. I need to do all this stuff. I've already sold six spots because my intuition was so aligned with what I was posting that I knew it would be valuable and people would read that energy. And then I followed my intuition with my online course. I haven't even told people the name. I actually think I've softly announced in my Facebook group and I've already had two people sign up. And I'm not telling this to you all to be like braggadocious or like, ooh, look at me, I know everything. I'm telling you this because I could feel this in my intuition that I was like, I do not need to follow that model of three months of this, then one month of this, then do two of these, then one of that, and then you end with this. I was just like, I don't feel the need to do it that way. Now, there are people, of course, that will be like, well, why not? That's the model and it's worked and people have launched $10,000 programs. Totally fine. There are people that want that. They're like, no, I need this structure. I need to follow it. I need someone to guide my hand and show me. And that's fine to do it that way too. I have done that a lot. I have followed a lot of the things that I've been taught around outlines and structure and making sure that you're following a system, but I just didn't see the need to do it in the way that I was learning in all these programs. So that was part of the mindset coaching was like, I want to teach people that too. I want to teach people to trust your intuition and know your energy and really understand that you can do it your own way if you have value and if you have something to offer. So yeah, I feel like this is kind of a tangent and it's going all over the place, but I want to get back into specifically mindset coaching and like the, the more of the details around it. So something you guys might be asking is you have to get credentialed. The short answer is no, I did not. I do not personally have like mindset coach, you know, registered, um, certifications, the ICF, which is the International Coaching Federation, does not regulate mindset manifestation coaches. So you can do it. However, the long answer to that is I wouldn't want to never invest in myself and just wing it the whole time, which I know I just said follow your intuition and know your own energy. But the reason I feel like so confident about this now is because of all the investments I've made. So yes, I do not have a certification per se, but I also have invested thousands of dollars into learning about the mindset. So that's what I mean when you don't really need credentials, like you don't need to go take a test and become a mindset coach and pass it. But I don't think you can just be like, oh, I'm good at giving advice. So I'm going to be a mindset coach. Like you really do need to understand how to talk to people, how to listen, how to offer up homework, how to hold space, how to be accountable, how to offer support, how to not center yourself. Like all these different things that I've learned from my own investments are imperative. So I do think you don't, yeah, I think you need to invest in yourself. I don't even really know if there's a specific credentialed program that I would recommend because there's a, a few that have their own methods. There's a, this is the funny thing you learn about coaching. Like coaches have coaches and then coaches have coaching to certify coaches and then coaches run their own coaching certification programs. Like it's just constantly like those Russian dolls that you just open one and then there's another one and then you open something and there's another one. So I've seen coaches that have like certification programs and a lot of people want that to feel confident in their skills. 
And I recommend that. If you're like, it would really help me feel like I went through a framework, I understand how to get from A to B and I can truly help my clients, then do that. I'm actually investing in a course coming up all about teaching mindset to your clients. Because like I said, I know a lot, but I do want to be able to structure it in a better way for the courses and the larger programs I teach. So I am investing in that. So that's my my whole spiel on credentials. If you have a topic that you want to coach on, because here's the other thing, I've seen coaches for literally everything. I could tell you, there's probably like gardening coaches, uh, sewing coaches. I seriously have seen coaches for everything. I've seen energy coaches, feminine energy coaches, intuitive coaches, mindset coaches, manifestation coaches, whatever you want under the sun, there are coaches. So you could actually be a coach and you're probably wondering, well, how do I find if I really want to do that? This is where free resources come in handy. I am Facebook group's number one fan. I feel like Facebook should be paying me for how often I promote groups. I freaking love groups. Everyone I've hired this year has come from a group. My graphic designer for my yoga brand, my graphic designer for my personal brand, websites, social media, every single thing has come from a Facebook group. You can learn so much in Facebook groups. You can learn so much on Instagram. You can read, listen to podcasts, Google it, watch YouTube. That's how I got into this. I didn't just, again, wake up and decide, oh, I want to be a mindset coach and hopefully I'll get a download and be able to teach people. It's because I had, I had already read so much about it and then invested in my own self-development that I was confident to start teaching specifically about mindset. But if you're someone that's like, oh, I want to be a coach for photographers. I want to be a coach on leaving your job. There are are literally people that do that. So just take a look at the niche that you want to coach in and see if it's something that you might resonate with. Because that's what I realized. I wanted to teach mindset because I knew so much about it. And that was the content that resonated with me so much. So why not teach about it? Another point in mindset coaching that I want to bring up is being unique and sharing your own story, which goes back to what I was saying before. I have seen so many coaches and I noticed the ones that I resonate with are the ones that are so real and open up. Like I'll give you an example, manifestation, babe. She's very down to earth because she shares her struggles. She literally talks about how she lived in her grandma's basement three years ago she literally talks about how she struggled she opens up about the specific money she was making i mean she gets down to the details of like what she charged her first client how she collected payment how she ended up growing her business and because she shares that story so much i've resonated with her because i'm like she has shown me that it's possible you just have to take steps and action baby steps every day and it will eventually pay off so i really like her because she talks about that so now, there are other coaches that don't will never share their personal life. They come off super perfect. They never have problems. They don't struggle. When they do struggle, it seems very performative. Like, oh, I just need to look like I'm struggling for Instagram and show people that I have struggles, which I don't know. Maybe that's Judge Judy of me. But, like, I can read through people's, like, performative vulnerability on Instagram, and I don't like it. And I can tell that it's kind of like a ploy to get people into their programs and they're just sharing it specifically to sign you up. And I understand that. Like you do need to share your story so people feel comfortable enough with you to buy from you. But there's a difference between sharing it to like truly help people and make them feel seen and heard versus like sharing it to just convert to a sale. And there's a lot of coaches out there that do this. Like you would be shocked at how many people do this. And I don't think it's unique. I don't think it's genuine. I don't think it's authentic. 
And that's why there's coaches that I just have not invested in. So it's really important to share your own story, which is why I'm talking about mine and like how I was literally not doing any of this 10 months ago. I was working at a gelato spot. I was working at social media jobs. I had so many random ass jobs and it wasn't until I let myself relax and be like, okay, what are you actually going to do? And honestly, COVID taking a step back and having nothing to do was like, this is the time that you can step into what you want to do. I also think it's important to know if something is within you and you can talk about it for hours, that might be your special channel of coaching. And this is what I realized my mindset stuff. Like I said, I went through it personally, but then I invested in so many things that I was like, I could sit here. I mean, I already am what, let's see, 32 minutes in and I've talked about stuff. Like I've talked about this so easily. I don't, I'm having a hard time even articulating because I'm like, I could, I could talk about this for eight more hours. That's what I mean. I could talk and talk and talk and talk about this. If anyone even brings up the word mindset manifestation, I'm like, all right, pull up a chair. I'm ready to talk for fucking the whole day about it. And that's when I realized I will never get tired about talking about this because I will also always be a student. That is a super important thing to talk about too. Once I'm done with the coaching that I have, right now, the ones that I just talked about, I'm in a program now and then I'm going to invest in another one. I will continue to invest in myself probably until the day I die. Like after that, I'm probably going to make a bigger investment in a mastermind. And I want to get my neuro-linguistics programming certification. I want to learn how to be a practitioner. I probably want to learn how to do Reiki. I probably want to learn how to do acupuncture. There's so many things, right? Like I just constantly want to invest in myself and I always want to be a student. And because of that, I know I will offer value. So if there's something within you that you're like, oh my God, yeah, I didn't realize I always talk about this. And I, I, constantly and telling people about it without even thinking about it that might be something that's your zone of genius that you can talk about and really monetize I also think and this is coming from a personal perspective and I notice in a lot of people is that we're not scared of failure we're scared of power so I know people that know their shit right like they know photography like the back of their hand they know podcasting like the back of their hand they know graphic design like the back of their hand And they will never share it with the world because they're like, oh, I'm so scared of failing. I don't want to mess up. I don't want to do it wrong. And I'm like, I actually think if they really, really took time to look inward, they would realize I know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm actually more scared of the power. I'm more scared of the responsibility that would come if everyone signed up for my program. And I was working with 100 people and I was making $100,000 to teach a masterclass because I had that issue where I was like, I'm not, I know I can talk about this stuff and I know I'm helping people because I talk about it and people tell me in DMs. But I knew, like, for example, when I look at Manifestation Babe and her trajectory, she's a millionaire now. And I was like, am I prepared for the energetic level of committing to helping people on that scale? Because, of course, you hear the word, oh, she's a millionaire, Chelsea, why wouldn't you want that? She's a millionaire because she has thousands of clients. Imagine the customer service, the signups, the billing, the invoicing, all that of thousands of clients. That's the stuff that started to weigh on me. I was like, holy shit, what if this goes really well, which I'm sure it will. I like to talk like that. And all of a sudden, a hundred people want to join your next round of your course. And what if that goes well? And then 500 people want to join. And then what if that goes well? And then a celebrity wants like all these things that just pop up in your head. And then you just start to get really scared of like, I don't have the energy to handle that. I have no fucking idea how to set up 
invoicing. I have no idea how to set up a website. Like that, those were the thoughts popping up in my head was like, I'm not ready for that level of responsibility of being a millionaire. Because when you have that much power, you also have a responsibility to take care of your clients, especially when it comes to mindset coaching, right? Mindset coaching is usually all about overcoming self-doubt, fear, insecurity, trauma, like your own self-perception. This isn't like light fun work. I'm not teaching people how to do makeup or hair. And I knew that when I was working with people, we're going to get into some deep shit. The discovery calls I've had for my course, I've cried on them. I've cried on my one-on-one calls with people. I have people messaging me really serious stuff. They also text me really amazing shifts and transformations. But that's an energetic level that I had to realize, are you ready to commit to that? Because yeah, I can sit here all day and teach a fun course about mindset and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, there's going to be people that are turning to you as a leader to answer questions, to show your values, to uphold them. They're going to look to you and are you ready to handle that responsibility? So I wasn't scared of failure. I was more scared of the power and that level of responsibility and asking myself, do I have the energetic the energy, I guess, to actually handle that many people's issues or mindsets. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm talking, my program right now coming up, I'm talking with people that are trying to quit their jobs, that have felt like they've never been loved, that think they are the ugliest person in the world, that like, these are just things that I'm like, oh wow, they are now turning to me to help them shift through this. And I feel confident that I can help them. But again, it's at scale. Could I help 50 people do this? Could I help a hundred people do this? Could I help a thousand people do this? And that's what I was getting scared of. So I don't think people are that scared of failure. I think they're more scared of power and stepping into that level of responsibility. And what I'm learned, what I'm learning, not learned because I'm in the process of it right now is to just start small, start small. You don't need to sell your program to a million people. You literally need to sell it to 10. You can sell it to five. You can sell it to three. You can work with one one one-on-one client. You can have two group coaching clients. Like it's up to you to decide what energetic commitment and level that you can handle. So that's why with the masterclass, it's intentionally 10 people to, again, leave it small so people can ask questions. But it was also made for me to see how can I energetically handle 10 people. And if that goes well, I'll either continue to do 10 people and then maybe next time I'll open up the floor for 15 people. And then maybe I'll open up to 30 and then maybe I'll do 50 because what's going to happen is if people, you know, really enjoy the course or really find value and they tell other people, those people are going to try to take the course and it's going to grow. Like I know it's going to grow. And that's what I'm trying to learn is, okay, start small so you can be prepared for that growth versus an overnight success because that's when people just crash and burn, right? If you skyrocket to the moon and you you never even know, you ever even knew how to get there, how are you going to come back safely and handle that, right? If someone just shot you to the moon, you're like, wow, this is really cool. I'm on the moon. I just, wow, I just went to outer space. But you're like, how the fuck did I get here? I have no systems. I don't even know what channel or medium I use to get up here. I don't even know how to adjust to this climate. It's the same exact thing with business. If tomorrow I woke up and 100 people signed up for my course, I don't know that I would be energetically ready to handle that. Truly think about it. That's 100 emails, 100 people I have to deal with billing and payment, 100 people I have to onboard, 100 people that I have to think about every single person's personal mindset problems that I want to help them overcome because that's the goal is to have an outcome of you feeling more confident. That was a big 
big deal to me. It was like, I want to make sure that people have a nice, valuable outcome. They're not just taking this course to just say, fun, I did a course. Like, I want them to feel like, holy shit, that was transformative. So I had to have this whole self pep talk of like, you need to start small and plant the seeds and do this the right way and not try to launch to the moon and then just crash and burn after that. What else? I'm trying to think of questions people have asked me. I'm looking at my notes. Um, let's see here. I would say too, something that really helped me get to this specific point was creating the space in my mind to get to this point. And what I mean by that is I was so go, go, go before I moved to the West Coast. I was working three jobs in Sydney. I was going out 24-7, distracting myself with so much, so many different things, partying, alcohol, traveling, working out, work, that I never even had time to sit down and ask myself, is this like what I want to be doing? Is this how I truly want to make money? Is this what I came here to do? And honestly, that's what COVID gave me was the gift of time and space and no responsibilities really to think, okay, yeah, I can do this. What, what can I do? How could I frame this? And it's been major trial and error, by the way. I don't want anyone to think I have this figured out. Like I've already figured out with a client that I'm working with. I'm like, okay, I don't want to do that again. Okay, next time I'm going to charge this. Next time I'm going to make sure that I collect payment this way. Next time I'm going to use this program. Next time I'm going to do this software. Like it's a constant trial and error. And I don't think people realize that it, how much trial and error goes into this stuff. But that's when it goes back, it's going full circle back to my point before. You just test it and if it doesn't work, you try something else. Test, try something else until you find something that works. I'm finally finding things that work and now I'm sticking with them, but it wasn't overnight. COVID has been happening for what, in here at least for three or four months. And that's right when I started thinking about working for myself. So it's taken three or four months to even get to this place to call myself a mindset coach. And it's also taken 10 months for me to even come to this point of realizing what the fuck am I doing? Do I want to work for myself or not? So this was not overnight. This is not going to be overnight. I'm sure after my first course, I'll have a million things to change. I'm sure after my second course, I'll change something. The third course might be totally different, but I have to just do it or else I will not know what to tweak. I talk about this all the time. You will not know what to fix if you don't start. How could I know what to fix about my course if I never do it? How would I know what what people are going to say if they don't take it and I don't have a course for them to take it? How am I going to make feedback happen if people have nothing to give me feedback on, right? Like it doesn't make sense. You cannot tweak anything if you have nothing to tweak because you, you haven't put anything out there. So that was my goal was like, get it out there, tweak it, fix it, and then you can move on and do it better next time. And it's a lesson I've had to learn all year. I'm learning it all the time. I mean, I don't like doing things and then realizing, oh, I could have done it better. You know, I don't like looking back and being like, oh, wow, I, I really could have done That was so simple. I could have done it this way. It's like, oh, silly me. But then it's like, who cares? Just move on. Now you know better. Lots to cover here. I, lots that I covered. I'm just like looking at my notes. I think I covered a lot of it. But this really comes down to the whole concept of testing and trying it out, making space for yourself to actually think, is this what I want to be doing? And listening to your intuition, knowing your own energy and investing in people that have done it before you. That's probably one of my biggest tips. I don't think I would have gotten to this point have I, had I not invested in people. And when you are investing in people, make sure that you are looking at their energy, look at their social media content, look at their stories, look at their client testimonials, look at the way they speak. Because when you invest in a coach, you're working with them very closely and you're working, you're spending a lot of money on them. I mean, I, I just gave you guys the straight up prices. None of these people were like $25. Everything is expensive. It's, it was either hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars. So if you're investing that type of money, 
It should be someone that you're like, hell yeah, I cannot wait to jump on that two-hour call tomorrow to work with them. And if that's an energy that you're not feeling, then don't invest in that person. Keep looking. And I would recommend that for anyone listening to this podcast and investing in my own courses. If you're listening to this and you're like, oh, that sounds like a fun course, but I don't know. There's like, I don't, I don't think I would like her approach. Then don't invest in my course. I can recommend you to someone that you might like better. And that's something I realized is just because your friends take a course or your, your partner takes a course or whatever, doesn't mean you have to follow them. I've done that a lot where people are like, you have to take this girl's course. Oh my God. I think you would love this girl. Look at, go follow her account. And I'm like, I don't like their energy at all. I don't vibe with it. I don't see why. I don't see how I could be excited to show up about this. I I just don't find it like we would vibe. And so I haven't taken it. The person that I did invest in that I was like, oh my God, everyone says to love her. Like, she's so amazing. I was like, I, I felt like the energy was off, but because so many people told me to do it and I did it, I was like, my ego proved me right. It was like, well, look, you don't like her energy. So why did you do it? So just make sure that you are looking at that stuff too, when you're investing. I'll probably do a whole separate podcast on that. But yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap up. That's my journey to mindset coaching. I'm constantly investing myself. I'm in a course right now. I'm taking a course next month, but I also am launching my own masterclass that's in mid-July and I am launching a course in August called From Chaos to Confidence, all about overcoming blocks, getting out of your own way and coming out more confident. If you have questions about any of this stuff, please let me know. Shoot me a DM at Chelsea Rife or at in my non or no at non-expert opinion pod visit www.inmynonexpertopinion.com and write into the podcast hello at inmynonexpertopinion.com thanks guys i will talk to you next week <laughs>